Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of On the Line. Today's guest is Ruth Busey, who is the creative director of Daisy. So for those of you who may not know, have you been living under a rock? I have a jewelry collection with Daisy, and Ruth is one of the main sort of brain people behind it. Welcome to the show, Ruth. Hi, brain person. Brain I person. Am. <laughs> Main brain people. <laughs> <laughs> really cool title. Um, so Ruth, I know that we want to talk all about the jewelry collaboration and everything like that, but I actually want to talk a little bit about how you even got involved in jewelry in the first place, mm-hmm. because were you always working in jewelry? No. Okay, so Daisy's 10 years old. My career at Daisy has been 10 years. So I've been at Daisy since the very beginning. I took the job at Daisy as a kind of, I've left uni, graduated from uni. I did music and media management. Completely different, no experience in jewelry whatsoever. Left uni and was thinking, what on earth do I want to do with my life? Because you're a singer. Because I used to, no, no, I used to sing. No, you are a singer. I can sing. I heard you singing last week. You were singing a little Drake rendition and it was so beautiful but anyway I digress she digresses um yeah so left uni didn't know what to do I mean like so many people you leave uni and you have absolutely no idea what you want to do so then saw this job that was uh working with a really small jewelry brand run from the house literally just picking and packing jewelry and I thought this is gonna be perfect I'll do this four days a week I can try and become a pop star and uh well I'm not a pop star and I'm still at Daisy so that's kind of how it started. And it was it literally went from there. I started off as an assistant, just helping out. The brand was so small. Like I said, we worked from the kitchen, worked from the kitchen table. We had jewelry everywhere. The owner had nine cats. There was cats everywhere. There was cats in like trays of jewelry. It was ridiculous. That's a lot of cats. It was too many cats. It was The smell was bad. I always think more than two cats, it's a lot of cats. It's a, it, you've got to really <laughs> like cats to have more than two cats, right? So... Um, yeah, so that's how I kind of started. And Daisy was really, really, really small. It was literally just as it was uh, being set up. So it was a father and son duo. Um, I was their kind of right-hand woman. And we took it from there. And it was just so exciting to see how it grew and grew and grew. We had some really amazing followers and fans straight away. And like Sienna Miller and Poppy Delavine and Cara Delavine. Uh, we managed to get the jewelry on them. And that how? just... Well, um, the old managing director 
was buddies with Poppy, who's buddies with Sienna, and obviously sister Cara. So it's kind of in that kind of circle. So we actually started with, I suppose, really trying to get our jewellery on all like the West London Notting it Hill girls. girls. Yeah. And it worked. And we had our Chakra collection, which I know that you first started wearing when we first started, um, well, when you first found our brand. And um, it kind of went from there. Yeah. And press started loving it. Press started writing about us. And it's just changed and changed and changed and grown and grown and grown. I couldn't be prouder. So obviously, since day one, your job role has changed quite a lot. What is the difference now from when you were working in a kitchen with a lot of cats to running Daisy today? Okay. I suppose, I mean, it could not be more different. Even just with the people that I work with. Back then, the kind of graft, you know, you're working with such a small team and every little thing, every sale that comes in is so important. And it is still today, but it's just so exciting. You see the first bit of press and you see the first order coming through on our website when we first set our website up. When you when you look at Google Analytics, you're like, oh my God, there's someone on our site right now looking at this jewelry. What the hell? And we, I still get that buzz now when we're looking at Google Analytics and you see things like when you post or when we do something interesting interesting or we're talking about something interesting and you see the spike I mean you must get that as well and you just get the buzz um but my job has changed I suppose over the years I've probably worn like 50 different hats I've taught myself how to use photoshop I've learned to be a graphic designer I've learned all the systems inside out with how to process and all to start to finish I've had to learn to manage people and I think that's the biggest the biggest thing that's really changed as as we've grown as a team managing uh, staff expectations, I suppose, uh, bringing the best out in everyone, seeing that every single person there has got such a lot to bring and has so much to offer and really utilizing that and bringing that out in them. And I think that's been probably the biggest challenge and how my job's changed the most is learning to wear the different hats constantly and knowing where my skill set is best used and knowing how to bring out everyone else's best skill sets. I think one thing that I've learned so much since doing this podcast is that everybody who has any type of success, all of them kind of didn't go to school for what they're doing now and mm. just learned so much on the job through experience and different things like that. I really think that's kind of the only way to learn. Well, do you know what? We have... I could, well, we probably have one or two people working at Daisy who actually did anything to do with jewelry in there. Yeah. In there. I mean, someone needs to know a little bit about jewelry. Sure. We have a jewelry <laughs> designer. So, I mean, she's fully qualified. Good. But everyone else, you know, you come actually, and it's, it's great. You, you come with all this different knowledge, you know, marketing, web, creative, like in the stockroom, everyone. It just, it's all about just working together and figuring it out. And then it just ends up working. What do you like so much about jewelry? Because you have you always loved jewelry or have you yeah. grown to love it? No, or? I've always loved it. I remember making these like, I had this kit growing up that was probably from like the Argos catalog or something. Other catalogs are available. And um, it was, I could make jewelry out of paper. So I'd roll paper beads and like make jewelry. And I just, I used to collect loads of things off like, my mom's broken jewelry or things I found, I would just collect them and uh, yeah, I'd make little bits and pieces. They all looked rubbish, but uh, none will be making it into the Estee collection, that's for sure. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Estee Lalonde mm. collection, my favorite thing to talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did this whole thing 
begin. So you mentioned earlier that I kind of discovered the chakra collection. And for those of you listening, you may or may not have seen that Daisy does this chakra collection and each chakra sort of represents something else. And you've got candles and everything like that. And from my point of view, I remember being sent a necklace or somebody emailed me saying, do you, do you like anything or whatever? And I instantly just like fell in love with, I remember it was the solar plexus chakra mm-hmm. um, bracelet, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, that's kind of when I first fell for Daisy, but that was years ago. Yeah. That was before I ever thought anything would happen like yeah. this. And uh, I remember the bracelet you fell in love with because it had diamonds in it. And it I did. thought, okay. <laughs> of, course she, of course she likes that one. I remember thinking, <laughs> do you think they're going to send me the most expensive one? <laughs> so funny. I'm actually wearing it today. I always wear it. I love one. that necklace. I still have it. Yeah. Or that bracelet. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, I remember saying like, oh, just ask for the one with diamonds. <laughs> That's funny. So... I've, yeah, well, that must have been like four years ago. Yeah. And then I remember we did something around, like we knew you had this bracelet and it was Mental Health Awareness Week coming up and we thought, you know what, it would be really nice. We wanted to give, the, the solar plexus represents self-power and self-confidence. So we thought it would be really nice around Mental Health Awareness Week to give a donation to a really great charity. I think we chose Mind in the end. Um, to give a donation of every solar plexus chakra across all of our product types, so rings, earrings, necklaces, um, to give a donation to Mind, the charity, and we thought it would be really nice if we could get a couple of people to talk about it, and we asked you if you would talk about it, because you actually had your book Bloom out at the moment. That's right, that's right. So it was really nice, and that was kind of our first kind of, um, I suppose, relationship building is, yeah, uh, that's kind of where it started. So where our collection started, I remember exactly when it was. So it was March in 2018. I was on maternity leave and I came in um, to have a meeting with the team. And we were sitting there chatting and talking about what we were going to do this in 2018 for the rest of the year. And we were like, we'd love to do a jewelry collaboration. Who should we do it with? And we literally... We all just said, oh, my God, Esther would be amazing to do this collection with. Uh, no joke. So that was that. And we are like, okay, that would be amazing. Oh, would she want to do a collection with us? Well, maybe she would. Maybe she would. The next day, your assistant emailed us. Yes. It, I, it, you couldn't write that. And I'm not even lying. That is you exactly how it worked. You couldn't write it. And it was my old assistant, Sophie. And her and I had the same chat that same day Mm -hmm. and I was like god I really would love to do a jewelry collection and we were talking about it and she's like well what about Daisy and I was like I don't know if they'd really be into that and we were both (laughs) just thinking and I remember Sophie was like well you can just try like she's so positive she's like you can just try and I was like okay just send an email and it's just serendipity isn't it it is it totally is and that's why it's so nice and I think that's why it just just starting off from that day in March when we were both talking about it on the same day yeah I honestly believe, which is why we're both literally sitting here staring at each other grinning because we're so proud of it. I know. And it's just been so cool to do it. And it's just been so empowering for all of us to be a part of it. Yeah. And we all genuinely love the pieces and want to wear the pieces every single day. And we do wear them every single day. But full disclosure, I was talking to a few different jewelry um, uh, companies because I was like, okay, let's do, you know, your girl's business savvy. Like, let's just see what's going on. And I, I loved everybody for a different reason but when I took the meeting with Daisy it was just like an instant love connection really and one thing that I really want to say in this show is how much I love the entire team and it's a team of women and one guy one guy two guys kind of couple of guys couple of guys but it's mostly women I only ever deal with all the girls yeah and every single girl on the team is just like such a legend yeah we've got a great team and actually the couple of guys that work with us are 
legends as well. Yeah, they are. They're gorgeous. They're amazing. They keep us going and they keep us grounded and they don't take our silliness too seriously. <laughs> so, no, the, the team is amazing. And I think we're all just the best of friends at work as well, which is so important. I mean, you know that as well, working when you've just got a couple of people working around you so closely to you. Yeah. We spend so much time together mm -hmm. and we genuinely care about each other and each other's well-being and how we're all doing at work. And actually, we all want each other to succeed and we all want Daisy to succeed. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a real like passion in what we do every single day. Yeah. So, and I think that kind of is showing in our jewelry. Well, for the people listening, I would love to kind of let them know who makes up the Daisy team. What are the different roles? How many people does it take to kind of have a company like this and what does everyone kind of do okay in short yeah so we've got we've got myself so I'm kind of creator creative and brand director we've got Nat who is business owner I would say the the top top gun top dog top dog and he is kind of finance director make sure we're not spending too much money and knows exactly what's going on down to the penny so that us creators can go, oh, what about this idea? What about this idea? And he can go, yes, or absolutely not. That's going to cost too much money or make me more money unless that's fine. So um, so that's that. And we've got a marketing director who's actually a consultant for us, Sally. She comes in and works with us really, really regularly. We've worked with Sally probably for like four or five years. Um, she's amazing. And there, I cannot say the value in having like um, Sally coming in, like not working regularly, sitting at the desk and sitting in the same office. She comes in and just comes in with this new lease of life because she's been away. She's been, you know, at the moment she's in Spain, just, just casually taking a month off. But she's getting inspiration and she's got her finger on 10 pulses all the time. Um, so Sally comes in and helps us and thinks big creative ideas with, with myself and the team. Then we have Kieran, who's our marketing manager. And she has a team where she has a content and communications manager. So Kieran is in charge of running the marketing calendar, making sure everything happens on time. She's got a girl called Lara who works with her, who's content and um, communications manager. So she's looking at social, she's looking at our emails and making sure that our brand vision is communicated to our customers on point and in the most perfect way. Yeah, Daisy does have a very strong brand identity, I feel uh, like. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And I, th th I think it's the identity that we all kind of like love and kind of represents us as well then we have Anna who looks after our website so she is in charge of merchandising everything on the site making sure that collections go live on time um, looking after absolutely everything looking after the SEO the PPC she has a lot of relationships to look at uh, look after sort of external relationships with other agencies um, and like web development so she has a lot to do every single day we have our wonderful graphic designer, Sherry, who makes everything look so beautiful on the website and print collateral like our Daisy Times that we did, that we launched with you. Yeah. Um, that was a nice achievement for her. I think she was quite pleased with that. Uh, we have our office manager, Beth, who looks after everything day to day. And she also looks after a lot of our wholesale accounts as well. So where we, we currently stock our jewelry in lots of different independent jewelry stores around the UK. Um, so she looks after them. Then in our stock room, the engine room of the whole business. I loved visiting the stock room yeah. on one day. That well, was super well, fun. It kind of blew your mind a little bit because I think you were thinking it was going to be bigger. Yeah, I mean, it's not that big. No, but jewelry is so small. I think everyone kind of yeah. is surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's it feels pretty big. It's big to to how it started. Yeah. Um, but we have Ricky, who is our stock room manager, and he knows exactly what's going on in that room every minute of the day where every single piece of jewelry is 
everything that's coming in, coming out. He's in charge of shipping all of the orders for our wholesale and distributor business. And then we have lovely Alice who does all the customer service and manages the web orders. And then we have a few people in and out helping just dispatch orders. And yeah. I mean, when we launched your collection, we had about 10 extra handy helpers dispatching orders because it was just so huge. <sighs> Have I oh, and Joe, our jewellery designer. Right, well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo. And our lovely Joe, um, who's quite new to the team, actually, because previous to that, we used external um, designers, uh, and we would do a lot of it ourselves. So Joe, she joined us last year. So, yeah, yeah, she works. Well, yes. this is actually a good time since we are talking about Joe because we have a question all about the jewelry design process um, for my collaboration. So let's play the next question. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, Estee. Hi, Ruth. My name is Jess. I'm from the UK, but I now live in Toronto. My first question is for both of you about your Daisy Jewelry collaboration. How much control or personal input do you each have during the design process? And do you design each piece from scratch in-house? Second question is more for Ruth. How did you know Estee was going to be such a great fit to collaborate with? And what do you look for in a person when deciding who to work with? Hope you're both having a great day. Bye. Well, we already spoke about why I was such a great fit because everyone <laughs> is obsessed with me. Oh, God. Estee. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> I'm joking. But sometimes I do sit around and think, like, why do they like me? <laughs> you're ridiculous. It's so easy to work with you. You're amazing. Oh, my gosh. I think sometimes people might think I'm, like, a diva or, like, hard to work with or all this stuff. And sometimes I'm like, am I? Am no I? way. Okay. Do you know what? It's just so nice because I regularly think about like, it's just been so fun because we're all, I think because we're already similar, we're just like, we're young women yeah. and we're just having a great time in life. We really and are. we don't take ourselves too seriously either. No. So we don't, you're not a diva at all because you, we're all people, 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 yeah. People? We're people. You know, someone says like, she's a people person. Oh. We're people, people. Oh, people, people. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm with we you. Just, yeah. We're all people people. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why it works. No, you're not a diva. Okay, cool. Um, so let's actually get back to business. I've had enough compliments from you today. Um, with the actual collaboration. So we kind of sat down and I want to tell people literally like how this whole thing happened. We're sitting mm. at a desk. And how do we get from that to finished jewelry piece in our hands? Oh, my God. Because 
I mean, I have never claimed to have, like, created this jewelry, like, made it myself or anything like that. Like, yeah. I can't draw. So let's tell people how, how we actually do it. Okay. So that first meeting, we had a few ideas throwing around. And I think in the very, very first meeting, it was like kind of, okay, Esther, what do you like? What pieces do you like? What jewelry do you like? What do you think represents you? And I think we were just taking notes and we went away and thought, cool. So where do we go with this? Then we all decided to look at all the jewelry that we love because yeah. I think some of it kept coming up was like, I love my my mom's got this necklace and uh, that kind of thing. So we're thinking, okay, vintage inspired jewelry. So we all raided our mom's and grandma's jewelry boxes and came to a second meeting and we're like this is inspiration so we lay it all out on the table we just look at inspiration what pieces do we like I love that size I love the shape of that I love the texture of that I remember you saying something like I'd love the, the I love the idea when you hold a necklace and it moves and you can kind of you kind of um it's reassuring yeah rubbing your thumb on the back of a piece mm -hmm. so we noted that so we go from inspiration inspirational pieces to then to the drawing board, yeah, fine. So we've all agreed that this is kind of look and feel. We love this texture, we love this size, that kind of thing. We all kind of walk away from that meeting thinking, okay, this is the whole vibe of that collection. Yeah. And in the in the case of our, our first collection, it was um, modern heirlooms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So from there, it's where Joe steps in and draws, 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 and probably did about 200 different designs that we would all look at and go, okay, maybe not like that. Yes, love that, but make that bigger. Da -da 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 -da. So we get to our final designs. Then uh, we all sat down and looked at them. You looked at them and you made some tweaks and you think, okay, I really love that style, but I know I would never wear anything as big as that or I'd never wear a chain like that. Which So that's where, again, your input comes in massively about how you would wear your own jewelry. Well, that is the number one thing for me is I do not want a single piece in this collection that I wouldn't personally yeah. wear. Yeah, That exactly. is not how. I don't care if it's going to be a good seller. I don't care any of that. I If I wouldn't wear it, I am not putting it in. Yeah, for sure. So from there, we send the drawings off to the factory. The factory work on it, work on it, work on it, work on it. And we can dive into how that's... All made well, in the factory. I mean, I really want to do a factory visit. Yeah, well, you would. It's in Thailand. We should probably go. We should probably go. We should probably go. You know, I really think we should say to Nat, you know, <laughs> we should probably go. <laughs> no, we should. We Nat. should. Well, we're going to have samples to look at soon. So, so we should probably go. We should probably go. But um, so the factory do their thing. And then the most exciting part of it. Okay, can we back up? I also want to talk about, I know a lot of people are going to be saying what type of factory conditions and who works in the factory and is it ethical? And I want to really be clear about this. Sure. It is a very nice factory. So we've worked with, we work with a few different factories. Um, the factory where your collection is made and actually most of our, fact, uh, sorry, most of our collections are made is a factory that we've worked with for years and years and years since kind of day one. So for 10 years, basically, we've worked with them. It's a lovely factory. It's very ethical. They use recycled silver. And the workers there are so skilled. And it is amazing how they do this. So it all starts off when we send our drawings. We might send a few inspirational pieces as well. So to try and explain, like, the shield texture, we'll send something that has that reference to them. And they have this one room, maybe there's like six or seven of them working. And they've all got their little like jewelry work benches that look amazing. And you can tell that they've worked at that bench for like, that. that's their space. 
you know it's they've got everything set up in their their way and um it's all like windows there's natural light coming in they're not, not sitting in like a cave or anything like that it's just a really nice place to work and um they sit there with the inspirational pieces and the designs that we've put together with the measurements with wax and they carve it out of wax so like I said about this shield piece, if they have something where we've tried to, like I said, we've sent an inspirational piece to show them the texture, they'll have that sitting in front of them. They've got the wax. They're hand carving, trying to replicate our design in a wax form to, to be the jewelry. They'll send us pictures of this wax form and say, is this kind of how you, what mm-hmm. you meant? And we might look at that and go, that is what we said, but actually I think that bit looks a bit thick and it actually ends up looking a bit chunky or the engraving needs to be deeper or it needs to be smoother or whatever. So they'll make a wax form of the finished jewellery that we're imagining. From there, it moves on to about six different stages where they then have this wax form once we've, fo- once we've signed it off. They make a mould, so out of two pieces of rubber that club together like a sandwich, they do you know either side of the piece. So they scratch it out of this rubber mold. That then goes into a press that squidges loads of more loads more wax into it, and they can do that 300 times. So we've signed off the original mold, the original wax mold. They then make the casting to be able to replicate that hundreds and hundreds of times, and that is the master mold going forward. Whenever we order that that necklace or earring or whatever, that's the master mold that gets used constantly. Has a mold ever been lost? Uh, yeah, it probably has, but not in your collection. Okay. But it's fine because they they, well, they would be able to remake it. They're so they're so skilled. Um, so they would yeah. So this mold is used to then create loads more little tiny wax models. From there, it's quite complicated. I hope I don't lose you. So from there, with all of these different wax, you know, they've made all these. Let's say they've made three hundred little wax versions of the fi- finished pendant. They get stuck on a little tree. So it ends up being this little green, because the wax is green, this little green tree of loads of the Essilon shields, for example, just sticking up. Really? Yeah. So you've got that. That then gets covered in like a cement, all like dipped in cement, so it's covered in cement. So you imagine the wax underneath is the final version, and cement is around it. They melt the wax out of it, so you've got this like hollow casting of a tree with loads of the mini shields as uh-huh. the branches. Yes, you're making sense. Okay, so you've got a hollow version of it. That hot silver gets blasted into that, fills all the crevices. Then that sets. The cement is burnt off, and then you have a silver version of the tree with loads of mini shields, a stalalon mini shields as the branches that get snipped off and then it gets polished up and it's made perfect. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. It's kind of confusing, isn't it? That no, is I get it. it goes from like wax to rubber to wax again to cement and things like that. So the system of it is 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 amazing. Wow. Um, but it all comes from hand carving it in wax to get it completely perfect, making a mold to be reused, 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 making these little trees in cement, making the, the uh, hollow mold, injecting the silver, and then polishing up from there. Okay, so that is phase one. Then you get sent that first original sample. Yeah. And that's when you invite me in. Yeah, and that's, so that's when it kicked off. We, yeah, so then we have a meeting, and you're like, these are all of the samples. Let's take a look. And we had so many products sampled. So mm. we had, I don't know how many 
Probably like a hundred. Probably a hundred mm. pieces. And then how many pieces are in the final collection? Oh, God, I don't know like either, but. 30, okay. So we kind of sat down in your office and had to go through each one, which mm. was hard because a lot of them were great. Mm. But we all, as a team, like the entire Daisy team, kind of go through and say, oh, this seems right, or this fits what we imagine, or this isn't quite right, or we like this, but let's make this a little bit longer or thinner or whatever. Mm. And that takes all afternoon, at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it did, didn't it? And and what, I suppose what we also got sampled is, like, different sizes of the earring hoops, yep. different sizes of the pendants, yep. different thicknesses of the chain. And then you're putting the necklace on and going, actually, I love this, but let's have it a different length. So we're just making notes all the time, so... Yeah, going from 100 samples to, like, trying to narrow it down. That's one of my favorite things. At one point, you had you must have had about 15 necklaces on. You're like, cool, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you loved them all. <laughs> I did. I loved them all. Well, necklaces is my favorite thing to yeah, make. Yeah. I love necklaces. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we do. Then we send all of that back, all that information, yeah. and then they come back with the final Final, pieces. final batch. Yeah, exactly. So we send our little tweaks, our little amends, and they send their our final final samples which we use for photography which we did in the we used in the photo shoot yes and then we decide how on earth do we order like what quantities do we order of what yeah and I that's mean, the hardest thing none of us knew how many pieces would sell of each thing or what would be the most popular we all had ideas of like oh yeah. this is going to be the most popular this one you know and did we do well with the ordering? What do you think? Did we take have a good idea of what was going to happen or did it do better or worse or what? I mean, we were sold out. Yeah. Like straight away. <laughs> I so just I said don't that because I knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I did a, me and Nat did a good job at placing in the order or you just did too good a job at, at promoting it. But. Well, from my point of view, it was such an interesting experience because I've never done anything like this. I've never mm. tried to... I've never had my really my own pieces. Um, I had my book, but I feel like a book is a totally different thing. And this is years later. So, yeah, I, I really did not know what the response was going to be. I couldn't even guess. Yeah. Um, and then when the response was so amazing, I think all of us just – I mean, we were all – talking about it and yeah. calling each other and texting each other and yeah. it was so exciting especially because we had worked on it for so long all together and it mm. really felt like such a team effort so when it was so well received it was pretty cool yeah oh it was just it was mad wasn't it and yeah. I we couldn't we literally couldn't keep some of the pieces in stock quick yeah, enough yeah I remember and what was really 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 interesting about this is what we've had in the past is you have your designer collection and you have some pieces where you think, okay, maybe this is going to be really popular, or maybe this is. And then it really starts to shine what the most popular ones are. So, for example, in the necklaces, we might launch like eight necklaces and two of them are really strong sellers. With yours, straight away, like one of them was a really good seller. And then that sold out. And then the, this next one was a really good seller and that sold out. Yeah. And then the next one and then the next one. So yeah. actually, out of all of the necklaces, all of them are really good sellers and all of them at one point have sold out and we can't keep enough in the stock. Yeah. Which is just amazing. And it's literally unheard of. We've never had that at Daisy before. It's so exciting. It's just so cool. Can I talk about the photo shoot as well? Yeah. So one of my favorite parts about this whole thing are the photo shoots because mm. it's so fun. I'm not a model. I don't actually really enjoy getting my picture taken that much. Like I find it a little stress inducing. Mm. But that first photo shoot for the very first collection, Wow. That was such a fun, fun time. It was three. Did we stay for three days? I think it was two days. Yeah. Two yeah. days in 
would you call it the countryside of yeah England? it was down in now it was in deal a little seaside deal. town deal in kent we stayed in a beautiful we stayed and shot in an amazing hotel called the rose yeah which was fantastic and the girls the girls pulled that photo shoot together and just did such a great job but the I mean the location was so cool wasn't it it was perfect all of the different bedrooms all of the different colors the different props that we had in the room yeah it was just so cool it really I mean I really want to express that everything with this collection is so thought out but like really on the photo shoot that's when I really realized it Mm -hmm. when it was like we got Flossie in who's a stylist and we really talked through every single outfit every single jewelry piece which that was going to go with each outfit and where we were going to sit and how we're going to you know and what we were trying to, to show and I think it's like when you take so much time to present something in a certain way I mean, I think it really shows with the entire collection. But that photo shoot was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Anyway, let's move on to our next question. Hi, Estee. Hi, Ruth. My name is Alex. I'm from Maryland. I've recorded this now a million times. I'm trying to find the right words. But I wanted to start by saying thank you guys for making this collab. Um, I had a health issue last year that caused frequent panic and anxiety attacks. And this collab came out at a time where I was better, but it was a very, very hard time. And um, it helped me get through that. It helped me feel like I had a little more strength. I have a necklace in particular I wear when I feel like I need the strength, but also it reminds me of where I've been and where I'm going. And Este, I just wanted to thank you for being a content creator that is genuinely open about dealing with anxiety and depression because it is not often there is a content creator out there that can get real with you like that. So also when I wore that necklace, I didn't feel like I was alone. So thank you. Um, I wanted to ask, do you guys have a piece of jewelry like that? Do you guys have a piece of jewelry that maybe when you're having a bad day or when you're feeling a little extra anxious, you put it on and you just feel a little bit more powerful from it? Or like now even, um, I'm still learning how to handle things, but I wear it and I go, wow, I have come so far and it just makes me smile. So I was wondering if either of you have a piece like that. Thank you and have an amazing podcast. What so a nice. lovely message. Oh yeah. And and that's really something that we all talked about before we created the collection was how jewelry can mm-hmm. have this power to feel almost like a protective talisman. Mm-hmm. And I remember we use that word talisman so much in all the meetings. Mm-hmm. Do you have a piece of jewelry that makes you feel like everything's going to be okay? Mm, I would probably say the snake necklace. Yeah. And that's probably because... It was based on my grandma's necklace. Yep. So my grandma left me a, that necklace in her will when she died. And I wore that to, I think, our second meeting. And, um, yeah, I just had it on. And I, I don't even wear it that often. I just put it on. I just saw it in the morning. I thought, no, I like that. So I put it on. And um, you spotted it straight away. You're like, what is that necklace? I Eagle love it. Eyes. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that needs to be in my collection. I thought, how am I going to do Okay, yeah. Because it's a flat herringbone chain with stars stamped in it. And I thought, yeah, I've actually never seen this anywhere else before. Um, But we created it and it's been one of the best sellers. So when I see that on you and when I see it on the girls in the office, like I love it. Yeah. And when I wear it, I just feel like, yeah. So I actually bought that for every single 
girl in my family for Christmas. Oh. So my aunties, my cousins, and just wrote them a little note saying, uh, yeah, we designed this. Oh, that's so In memory nice. of grandma, I guess. Half you know. those sales are for you, from you. There we go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And then I think my um, piece that always makes me feel like that is a necklace that my mom gave me that actually the um, – rising sun frame necklace is yeah. based off of um it's it's a little um tag that says follow your heart and my mom gave that to me when i moved to england so mm. i wear that necklace every single day it's to the point where it's so worn that i'm it's like going to break and i feel like it's going to break so i don't actually wear it anymore but that's why i wanted to create that mm. that piece because mm. it it's like that but exactly the same it's inspired by that yeah so i wear that necklace almost every day and same with the snake chain i love that too yeah yeah, but it's why do you think jewelry has the power to kind of make you feel a little more calm and strong? I don't know. I suppose it's kind of a reflection of you. It's your, I don't know. I don't know how it has that power. But it's just, maybe it's the, it's the, it's the way it feels. It's the weight of it. It's, it's eye-catching. It's the way you wear however many earrings you're wearing, how you layer your jewelry. And it's, it's, it is something that you can, if you're wearing a bracelet, like I said, I never take these off and I stare down at my solar plexus chakra and I'm wearing the snake bracelet as well. It catches the light and you can almost almost be like mesmerized by it. And yeah. you just kind of go into like a state of calm looking at it. And that sounds quite cringy, but it does. And especially with necklaces, I always find that if I'm in a meeting or I'm presenting something, I play with this large shield. I'm like, yeah. it's like a, it's like a grounding point the large shield necklace is one of my favorites because that was the one we specifically made to be touched in yeah. a way like kind yeah. of like felt when you're kind of in a stressful moment or anything like that um so speaking of stressful moments you're a mama mm. you have the cutest little baby willow I'd say so. she's amazing she's honestly like <laughs> i sometimes people show you pictures of their kids and you're like yeah it's cute whatever but willow <laughs> is literally such a little dream she's all right isn't she yeah she's super cute and you're pregnant with number two i am so miss busy bee mm. tell us about your lifestyle you wake up very early. Yeah. And you get to work and you crack on with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel really lucky that I've been able to find the right balance because I think it's all it's all about that. Well, we all know it's all about that. So, yeah, I have the wonderful Willow. She is 18 months old and just the coolest thing in the world. I just think she's wicked. Can she's... babies wear jewelry? So, I actually gave her a snake bracelet because one randomly got sent like really crazily small by mistake and I put it on her and I thought well it looks too weird Does I it? think babies with jewelry looks a bit weird so <laughs> I took it I took it off straight away um but yeah Willow 18 months old she's amazing so she um she's a game changer oh my god yeah yeah absolute game changer um so how do I get the work-life balance I guess yeah I get up really early I leave the house, like my alarm goes off at 20 past five and then I leave the house at six <gasps> before she gets up because if she sees me in the morning, she gets all sad. So um, I leave, I'm at my desk at seven. What? Yeah, but it's good though. I like my little time by myself. Yeah. And um, I do kind of four long, long days. And then Friday is my day at home with Willow that I'll do some work from home, keep in touch with emails and keep in touch on emails all over the weekend, I suppose. Yeah. Jewelry never sleeps. And um, yeah, but Willow is looked after by her wonderful daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Who I've met. 
we partied together. He's pretty all cool, of us. isn't he? He's pretty cool. He's so, a good guy. Daddy daycare. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah, why not? I didn't actually get any questions because how could people know yeah. about your, your situation? Yeah. But um, yeah, so Willa stays at home with her dad. Mm-hmm. And how's that going? Do you know what? It's so cool. It's like, it's kind of different when I say like, oh yeah, Willow, Willow's daddy stays at home with her. It's like, a, wow, that's really cool because it is quite uncommon really, isn't it? I mean, when when you first told me that, um, you know, Willow stays at home with her dad, I mean, I wasn't really that phased, but I was like, oh, cool, whatever. Yeah. But you told me that so many people have such a strange reaction to it. Yeah. Well, in a reaction just to be like, wow, that's amazing. What a cool guy for doing that. And you're like... Yeah, I guess it is amazing. <laughs> and like, but he is. He do, they they have such a great time. And I'm um, sure he is a really cool guy for doing it. I mean, I know him. He's really nice. But it's always it's so it was so interesting to me that people have so many opinions on it, and then they they, they there's so much praise for it. Yeah, it's like wow. If it's the other way around, and and I was staying at home, and I'm like, like yeah, I stay at home. It's like all right, cool. yeah, cool. Of course you do. But yeah, of you do. Daddy at home. It's like wow. Whoa. Wow. It's like. Okay, yeah. Does it feel kind of new age? No, it just feels complete. It just works. Yeah. It, it, it was never, it, you know, we never really sat down and discussed that was how it's going to be. It just, we just figured it out and we just, we're still figuring things out as, as it goes on. We don't have any big plans and, and it's just worked and it works amazingly. And I think at first it was kind of hard because I'd been at home looking after Willow all the time, all day, every day. And it's hard, you know, they, you, you run to their schedule and yeah and a baby's schedule seems a little hectic yeah especially when they're younger as well you're just like it, there's so much pressure like okay I've got to okay remember to feed her okay I've changed her nappy half an hour okay, she, okay she's pooed again I better do that you know it's just stupid stuff like that yeah. and then also try not to go mad about it and try and think have I had a normal adult conversation today or have I just sung Twinkle Twinkle Little Star right um, but it was hard when I went back to work because suddenly where I went from knowing absolutely everything about Willow's day-to-day schedule and what time she has milk and what time she has blah, 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 to then being back at work. And Dan's like Mr. Chill, like so chilled. And he'd be like, yeah, I think I gave her milk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's fine. Baby's just like, life just goes on. It's cool. Like he looks after her amazingly. It's not necessarily to a strict schedule. And it was kind of weird on the days that I'm at home to – ask him like yeah d- does she nap like around now oh, do you know what I mean yeah. but it's really it was it's it felt strange at first but I love it yeah. I, I love the fact that we're it really does feel like a complete partnership because we uh yeah it just works I really like the way you guys parent it, it does seem kind of just like not chill obviously you, you guys have structure and all of that but it just seems like yeah we're two adults and we have a kid and this is how it's happening I just I meet so many people who are just so obsessed with all this but, 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 but. Yeah, and I, sure. I I think when I met you I was like wow maybe I could have kids and still have my own life yeah not that I'm having kids anytime soon speaking of your personal life we got a couple of questions in from Beth yeah here's what she says Who's your favorite employee at Daisy and why? <laughs> She's so stupid. <laughs> Next question. Could you, could you bring some snacks back with you later? Two question marks. Roger that. Talk us through your Pizza Express order. Give the people what they want. Do you really like Pizza Express or something? I don't know. I, I guess I went through a phase of liking Pizza Express a lot. It was just, you know what you're getting, you know? What do you get at Pizza Express? Dough balls? A, a banana leggero with extra chicken. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was sure. very quick. That's what I go for. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so where do we go from here, Ruth? I mean, collaboration number one was amazing. We are launching right now. Mm. You can get it. The new pieces, which are part of collection number one. So we've we've added a few new pieces to the collection just to spice it up. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So we've got that. Are we going to ever do anything else? Are we going to work on something in the future? What's next for Daisy? Do you want to do, tell us everything. Hmm. Shall we do another collection day? Shall we do another collection? I think we should. Yeah, I think we should too. Yes, <laughs> we should. Yeah. So like you said, we can now buy the new pieces that we added to this collection, which yep. are really cute little layering pieces. We did a lovely sh- photo shoot in Seville, um, which just looked beautiful. The yeah. sun shining on your face. Yes. And I think we should do another collection. I can think we, we give any hints about it? Because we, have, can we say we've already been working on it? Yeah. I sure. mean, we've already been working on it because <laughs> these things don't just happen overnight. <laughs> so we've already been working on collection number two. Mm. I wish I could just talk about everything. Yeah. I, I will say that I went into that first inspiration meeting with my incense, Palo Santo, all my crystals. So that's a good hint. I really loved it. Yeah. The only thing you were lacking was the soundtrack. That would have really really kicked it off. I know. But yeah, that was a really good meeting. And and again, it was one of those ones where you all walked away and just thought, yes, this feels like the perfect natural progression from from collection one. So it's like, I think we can say it's a little nod to the first collection. And there's still pieces. It's nothing to replace the first collection. They're pieces just to be worn with the old, the first collection. I don't want to say old collection, the first collection. So they all just work so beautifully together. I say that as if I've seen any. We haven't even seen any yet because we're just still in the initial stages. We've done all of the designs. And again, we've done way too many designs and we're going to get way too many samples and you're going to be wearing like 500 necklaces <laughs> so excited i will tell you one thing that i do want to do more of and that is events mm. can we discuss yeah i want to do a little party or something like yeah. that or at least maybe like a panel something or other not necessarily yeah. about the jewelry but like in collaboration or now we're just brainstorming on the podcast yeah. but i like that yeah yeah events um, well, we had our little launch party, didn't we? We yes. had a little launch breakfast. That was good. This year's going to be pretty cool. This year's going to be cool. I'm pumped about this year. I mean, I'm not going to be there for half of it because I'm growing a giant baby. Um, <laughs> but um, me and child could come to some of the cool events. Yeah, but yeah, ideas. we've been throwing around some ideas on some cool things that we can do. For sure. And uh, it'd be nice to get some um, fans involved as well. Exactly. Um, well, Ruth, I think it's time to wrap this up unless you have anything else that we've left out. I feel like we've got so much more to say about everything because it's just like, I think like from a personal point of view, and I've, I've said this so many times, but it has been the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my career. And it's just been so fulfilling and I'm just so passionate about everything as much as day one, mm. you know? Mm. And that's really new for me, actually. Because yeah. I feel like in in this kind of like, era that we're in it's like put something online and get rid of it and on to the next and on to the next but with this I just feel so differently mm. which is really cool and I think the team has such a lot to do with that so thank you coming on for coming on the show Ruth. thank you for having me and you guys can follow Daisy at Daisy underscore jewelry Daisy underscore jewelry and make sure you check out the new pieces that we've launched as part of the collection and stay tuned for what's to come ta-da ta-da